Hi there, and welcome to our second week of our great podcast series, The Keys to Innovation. This week, we are talking about resourcing yourself. Get yourself comfortable and tune in. Food Safety University. I'm Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele, and this is the one podcast where you can get everything you need to know about food safety and how to run a food manufacturing plant for all of those small and local food manufacturers. If you are into local and sustainable food and agriculture, this is the podcast for you. Every week we cover new and original ideas around how to get the most out of your HACCP planning and how to get your plant up and running and continue running in a way that fulfills your dreams. So grab a pen and paper because every week you're going to need it. See you on the inside. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to be doing part two of our amazing podcast um, because we have um, we have been having so many good conversations as a result of the podcast last week. This, you know, I'm I'm super open. It's it's really funny because when I get on the twenty minute calls with my clients, having listened to the podcast. Uh, it just opens up new avenues for people to talk and to, to start recognizing their own innovation. Um, and those conversations have been really, really fun. Um, and this is what I like super enjoy doing because really the stuff that I am talking about, this is, this is all about leadership in the space where you are. Okay. And, and that's, that's like what we grind on in Food Safety University. And so if that's your thing, I want you to get in touch with us, like go to Food Safety University and book a call so that you can get in and get this goodness. Because um, you can't find it anywhere else. <laughs> you know, I've been talking with like private equity firms that do due diligence for private equity, as many of you guys know. Uh, and this is like the missing link for a lot of people. When when I talk with people who want to make investments, private equity or otherwise, into the space, they're like, how, do the, how the heck do I know that we're doing what the marketplace wants? And, and Food Safety University really is the answer to that. So I want you guys to go to foodsafetyuniversity.com and come talk to us about having, you know, you guys coming on in and, and starting to really do this work with us. We'll cover it on our 20-minute uh, calls every week. Uh, and it will profoundly change uh, your viability in the marketplace. You will make more money faster. <laughs> you will sleep better at night uh, and you'll just have a much better workplace environment because isn't that what we're all looking for? You know, like like we spend 80% of our waking lives with the people we work with. Uh, might be nice if, you know, workplace was, you know, fun and, and we got our work done and everybody knew and what to do and contributed. That's what we do. <laughs> I think, I think that, that, you know, is something that a lot of food manufacturers can really use. Uh, so, so when we talk about this kind of stuff, like how, what does it mean that, you know, to be able to make a workplace more fun, what it comes down to is it comes down to the people and it comes down to showing up to work in emotional intelligence. Uh, you know, that's a, that, that's, that's where this all, this stuff lies and your emotional intelligence 
starts with you. So if, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I really encourage you to go listen to that because we talked a lot about the overlap between how you recognize the world, your cognition and experience, and how that is how, how that overlaps with how your body sees the world, right? Your, your body is around to do more than just carry your head around, okay? And then how that all interacts with the universe and, and, and the unknown or God or the divine who has your back, who's creating a world that, that you really want to live in. And so today I'm going to introduce to you, uh, we're going to do like a real deep dive into the um, formula that I created for innovation, resources plus support plus time equals innovation. And that's not like anybody else has ever talked about it. And so this week, we're going to do a real deep dive into what do I mean by resourcing, okay? Resourcing means tuning in to yourself, recognizing your own patterns so you can recognize them in others, and then you can be with your team as they go through their own patterns in their own bodies and their own heads at work. Because so much of what goes on is us just repeating patterns. If you would like to innovate, you got to break the pattern. In order to break the pattern, you've got to see the patterns in yourself. Okay. So here's, here's what I want you to do. Okay. The first thing that I want you to do, all right, is to decide your first innovation, okay? Your first step in possibility is to take 100% responsibility for results. Now, this is often misinterpreted when I say this, and there are lots of ways that you can think about it. You can think about it in a very, you know, like small way. You can think about it in a very big way. How am I 100% responsible for the results in all of my relationships? I encourage you to think broadly about being 100% responsible, okay? And it doesn't mean what you think it means. It doesn't mean going out and controlling other people because I assure you that does not work. <laughs> It means understanding that how you show up in the world reverberates and makes a difference to how other people show up in the world and that you are going to resource yourself and you are going to get right with yourself in order to create what it is that you want to create in the world. Okay. I have been on this journey for a very long time. It's a journey I treasure. It's a journey that has, has, has been painful at times. I'm not going to lie. Innovation doesn't always feel good. About half the time, it really feels terrible. <laughs> but I own that, okay? And I, and I embrace the sock when it feels bad because that makes it feel less bad and it gets the bad kind of over with faster in a real embodied and, and, and healing sort of way. Okay. So the first thing that I want you to do, 
Okay. This is a prayer called Ho Oponopono. You can look it up. Um, it's spelled exactly the way that it sounds. H-O apostrophe O P-O and then Google will fill in the rest. There are lots of Ho Oponoponos on Google. Um, I, I mean, on YouTube, Google owns YouTube, right? You can do lots of Ho Opono prayers, but it basically comes down to a four line mantra. And what I, what, what I invite you to do as you start this work, okay, and you start thinking about your own patterns, um, is I want to, you to think about yourself and however you have this own self-cognition, how you think about yourself. And I want you to take a deep breath uh, and repeat the Ho'oponopono mantra. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and I thank you. That prayer in and of itself will release blocks you never knew you had, okay? I have said this prayer over my podcast and we grow the number of podcast listeners. I have said this prayer over individual clients and they get new sales, okay? There is research uh, coming out of Hawaii about how this, because this is a communal prayer from, from indigenous communities in Hawaii. There is research on how this has radically transformed various populations in Hawaii. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and I thank you. Saying that prayer over any sort of don't want situation in your life immediately brings a sense of peace. That peace is resourcing, okay? So how do you know that it's time to say that? Well, the first thing I want you to do is feel into your body, okay? As you are doing your work, you're standing there on the line, you're fixing something, where are you numb? Where can you just simply not feel your body in space? This, this level of awareness is incredibly important when you're on a production floor and knives are flying and we've got electricity and we've got moving machinery parts. You really have to know where your body is in space. Um, so where are you numb? Can you bring any, any lightness or any sensation to that? And you may not. You may not want to practice this on the production floor. Try practicing this in your, in, like in your car when you're driving, okay? And just bring sensation. Even if you, know, if you think about it and you can't feel your back, just feel the back of your chair pressing against your back. That broadens your awareness of your body and we always resource in our bodies, okay? Once you do that, a lot of times what you are going to recognize is a freeze or a fight or a flight response. So, okay. I was doing this work around um, uh, some journaling stuff that I was, that I was doing and I recognized a freeze response and I was actually journaling, journaling on doubt. <laughs> and I was able to, I didn't resolve everything, but what I was able to do was recognize I had this feeling it was in my chest um, and I was really quite frozen. Like I know what freeze now feels like in my body because I've stopped overriding it. And I was able to take my heating pad and put my heating pad on my chest. Freeze loves warmth, shockingly enough. Right. Um, and recognize the pattern. I've learned to recognize this pattern in my body. Okay. Um, how do you want to bring warmth to freeze or stillness to 
a flight where you want to like run away or peace to a fighting situation, you know, and fight feels differently. Um, nausea, you know, when you feel something in the pit of your stomach, nausea is a fight response actually. Um, it has to do with like your, your vagus nerve, but, but nausea is a fight response. If you get nauseous in, in stressful situations, um, how can you bring peace? Um, okay, next. Um, when you're in a heightened state, are sensations allowed in your body at all? Or is there a need to develop the capacity to allow the sensation? Well, go back to that first question I asked you, where are you numb? Where can you develop the capacity to feel sensations? In the next podcast, we're gonna talk about support. And I promise you, you can't have the capacity to be supported by others until you have the capacity to support yourself. Your capacity to support yourself is pretty dependent on you being able to feel your body, okay? Being present to the emotions you are feeling now versus your present emotions from past things you are thinking about is very subtle. And it almost doesn't matter if the past, if you start being still and the past comes crowding in, I have to tell you, it's not the past. It's your current thoughts about your past situation. Let them crowd in. Experience the emotions. Name them. Go to feelingswheel.com, okay? And as you're in this response, especially if you're doing this in front of your computer, and I, I do it this way fairly frequently, and I just Google feelings wheel, and I go to the feelings wheel, and I look at it. First answer, best answer. Okay. When I was doing this work this morning with my coach and we were coaching on doubt, what is doubt? Where does doubt come from? Well, it turns out doubt is uh, an action. Like guys, doubt is a verb to doubt. I doubt something. Well, in the context with, in which I was doing this and the circumstance that I, that I had going on, uh, it turns out the feeling is worthless. And I really wouldn't have known that. Uh, um, had I not looked at a feelings wheel and just let my body relax into the, what I was seeing, first answer, best answer, and just let my eyes alight on what was going on in the feelings wheel, okay? So you name your feelings and then you feel them in your body. And you're going to have to notice whether or not you are thinking your feelings, which is definitely the first step, and whether or not you can develop the safety in your own body to feel sensations in your body, okay? And you start that by recognizing where you're numb and trying to bring sensation to where you are numb. It's kind of an iterative process, goes a lot faster than you think if you, if you do like drop into this work to resource yourself, but you're always gonna be resourcing yourself by understanding what your body is doing in space how it is feeling, how it is moving and working to complete all of that, okay? Even just by, if you, if you talk with your hands, doing those motions really, really slowly, okay? Then as you're feeling sensations in your body, ask yourself, what sights and sounds are coming in? What's the imagery that you are seeing? Okay, a lot of us in the food space think in pictures. We're very creative individuals. We don't think in words. I had a coaching call with somebody who thinks in sounds. So he hears himself um, talking to himself 
And that's how, that's how he experiences the world. Okay. So can you, can you express the sights and sounds that are, are coming in and how are you doing that? So if you see in pictures, it might very well help to like draw out pictures. Okay. So that you can start understanding what you're thinking. Okay. Can you change any of that? Or does that any, and it does any of that change as you drop into your body? Okay. Like I said, as you are creating that, um, can you feel your body moving? Is how your body moving changing? Do you want to freeze? So I was, I was doing this work with somebody and I noticed over the computer, because, you know, of course, we're all on Zoom right now. And I noticed she was like very rigid in her chair. And I asked her which part of her body did she notice didn't want to move. It was her hands, her arm, and her upper back. Now, I want you, you know, I guess provided you're not driving or operating machinery, to practice freezing in your hands and your arm and your upper back. Come, Okay. For most people, that will be very uncomfortable and your heart will start racing. You can tell yourself, I am safe here. Okay. When you practice being frozen and feeling safe, when you practice being in flight and being safe, when you practice being in fight, and being safe, that's how you start resourcing yourself. You take a look at the pattern of what you want to do. So say you normally have a fight reaction, okay? Something goes wrong at work and you're firing off an email or you're, you're marching down to the production floor, bam, 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 with your heels clacking on the floor, okay? And men's heels clack a hell of a lot louder than women's heels clack. And most women I know in food manufacturing, not wearing heels. Um, and that's your fight response. Well, what is it? what does it look like before you do any of that to slow it down and just recognize that fight response, okay? And to recognize this pattern and interrupt it even if all you do is interrupt it long enough to get your heart rate to go back down, if you're about to go out to the floor and dress somebody down, I bet you you're going to have a different response. And what that does, guys, is that renegotiate your energetic contract with the universe, that you are not somebody who is repeating this pattern. You are somebody who is resourcing yourself Okay, and that universal unknown agility that we talked about last week is going to come into you, okay, and is going to support you. The universe is here to support you. And as soon as you start recognizing your patterns, you're going to find out how to break them, okay? And it's that level of resourcing that will open up the floodgates of innovation for you. And then that allows your team to open up too. All you have to do is regulate yourself. Okay. Next week, when we talk about receiving support, I'm going to tell you about how I went through it. This is really no, in no way how anybody talks about this, but 
how I receive support from the universe, right? But in order to receive that support, I've got to resource myself. And in order to do that, I have to open up my the, 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 the connection between my brain and my body and how I'm reacting so I can recognize patterns in myself and I can hold those patterns and change them, which then allows the other people around me to change those patterns, okay? So that is the first step to innovation and leadership in the innovation space is to resource yourself. I hope you have found this useful, uh, right? You know, feel free to get in, get in touch with us. I'm pretty easy to find uh, with any questions you have. Book a call at foodsafetyuniversity.com and let's talk about bringing this groundbreaking work to your facility. I love you all. Have a week full of awesome. Thanks so much for listening to the Food Safety University podcast. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, I want you to go to dirigofoodsafety.com and go check out all the things that we have. If you haven't gotten your HACCP download, go get that or book a call with me and let's talk about getting you into Food Safety University. I'll see you on the inside.